Easter, as I said, was a special time of the year for me, and I'm sure it is for a lot of you. We've been here probably an hour and 20 minutes, and I just thought, you know, sitting up there when I got to thinking about it, and I thought, you know, that Jesus, the night that he was crucified, he had spent the night in Pilate's Hall being ridiculed, beat, beard pulled from his face, took his gown off from him, put on a purple robe, made fun of him, mocked him, spit in his face, pulled the beard out of him, took a whip and beat him, jerked the flesh from his body, and then that morning, they walked him up Calvary's hill, or up Golgotha's hill to a place called Calvary. We think hour of 20 minutes or two hours or whatever in church, we think that's a long time, sometimes in church. But I want you to think about this. After him spending a night going through, and he, did, he went through everything for you and I. Amen. And that was just beginning. They nailed him to an old rugged cross. Spikes in his hands, spikes in his feet. And then we think sometimes if we go over an hour, church, that that's ridiculous. But my friends, he hung six hours on that cross. Six hours on that cross. He hung there for an old sinner like me. You have your Bibles this morning. Look, man, I'm just going to read some and get on through this this morning. I'll try to keep you too awful long. And Luke chapter 18 and verse 31. And I want you to listen when I read this and what Jesus said. And if you would stand with me for just a minute as we honor our risen Savior this morning. And the Bible said, Then he took unto him the twelve, and said unto them, Behold, or listen, he said, We go up to Jerusalem, and all things that are written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man shall be accomplished. For he shall be delivered unto the Gentiles, and shall be mocked and spitefully entreated and spitted on. And they shall scourge him and put him to death. <laughs> and the third day he said, I'll rise again. Amen. How many believe it this morning? Amen. And they understood, verse 34, and they understood none of these things. And this saying was hid from them, neither knew they the things which were spoken. Tony, act a blessing on the word here. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us. Hide me behind this desk this morning. 
Amen. Amen. Now, as I read there, and the reason I read this for you, Jesus foretells His passion or His love for us. And you know, as He told the disciples that He said, we're going up to Jerusalem, and He said, all things is going to be accomplished what the prophets had prophesied. Now, Isaiah, I believe, was a lot of great prophets, but Isaiah, to me, was the greatest prophet of all of them. Not saying these others wasn't great, but it seemed like God gave him more about the birth and resurrection. And when he prophesied it, he had no clue what he was saying or what he was, he was just taking what God was giving him and telling him. And he had prophesied that there'd be one born of a virgin Mary and then he would grow and so on and so forth. And then it came time here that Jesus knew his time was about to end here in life as we know it. And so he told them, and he tried to explain to them, and so he told them, he said, we're going up to Jerusalem, and he said, all things are going to be accomplished. And so I want you to go over with me, and Leah put it up here on the board, over to Luke chapter 24. So in between these chapters, and I don't have time to preach it all, but in between these chapters, the resurrection, the uh, the, uh, the crucifixion had took place in these uh, scriptures. But over in verse 23, the Bible said, Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came into the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed or worried thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Notice in verse 6 there, he said, Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee. Remember what I read back over there in Luke. Jesus told them. Now then, he, they didn't understand it. But here they had went. The crucifixion had took place. They had watched them put him in a tomb. And so here... That morning, some of the women went out to see him and take ointment to anoint him for his burial. In one place of the Bible, it said the women talked about when going there, how they was going to roll that great big stone away where they had tucked and sealed it in there. They was talking and said, how are we going to get that stone away as big and heavy as it is? But when they got there, the Bible said that they found the stone already rolled away. Don't you know this amazed them women? Don't you amaze, know that they wonder, well, who rolled that big old stone away? And the Bible said, and, and the Bible said, he is not here, but risen. Remember how he's speaking to you when he was in Galilee, saying, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of a sinful men and be crucified and the third day, rise again. And verse 8, it said, 
And they remembered his words. They remember. If you don't remember anything else this morning here, I want you to remember the word that I'm fixing to tell you. Uh, Jesus is not in no tomb today. Uh, he is risen. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father, and he's sitting there on your behalf and my behalf. Amen. So he's not. And I didn't come to worship no dead religion this morning. I come to talk about Jesus. And the Bible said in verse 9, and they and returned from, from the subture and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. And it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna, Mary the mother of James and other women that were with them, which told them things, uh, told these things unto the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed in them not. Can somebody say amen? amen Let me ask you this morning, what do you believe this morning? Here these women had been there. These women had seen the stone rolled away. These women had looked in, and there wasn't nobody in there. They had talked to these angels there, and they said, they're not here he has risen. Don't you remember? He told you this a long time ago or some time ago. How many times have we heard something and we just didn't remember a few days later? Amen, How many days of time have you come to church? Uh, hey, man, when your mind was way out in the blue yonder somewhere or another, and when you left church, Rick, you couldn't tell the next day what the preacher preached about. Evidently, that's the way these disciples were and these women and the people that Jesus told. He told them what was going to happen. He told them they were going to crucify him. He was going to put him to death. But he told them, he said, but the third day, he said, good news. The third day, he said, I'm going to rise again. How many believe he's risen this morning? And then I want to go over here in the book of John. I've, I know it's, I'm going a lot of places. I usually don't do that. In the book of John in chapter 20, and it gives another account. And it said, The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene. Anybody remember her? The one Jesus cast out seven devils? Early, when it was yet dark, unto the subture, and seeth the stone taken away from the subture. Then she runneth, and cometh Simon Peter, and to the other disciple, which was John, whom Jesus loved, and saith unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the subture, and we know not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went, and that other disciple, which was John, and came to the subture. So they ran both together, and John outread the other disciple, which is John, did outrun Peter, and came first, to the subture, and he stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes uh, lying, yet when he not in. Now just remember what I'm reading you here. Then come a Simon Peter following him, and went into the subture, and seeth the linen clothes, clothes lie. And the napkin that was about his head, not lying with, and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then when 
then when he in also that other disciple which came first to the sepulcher and he saw and believed, believed that he was not there. And for as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again and turned their own home. So you see what was taking place. They had all been there. They had all witnessed the crucifixion. They had all witnessed uh, them when they nailed him to the cross, Brother Mark. They all witnessed that. They all seen that. They all seen that they took him down and laid him in a tomb. So they knew where he was at. In a tomb which was a big rock had been hewn out and a big stone laid at it the way they buried him. And so they'd put him in there. So they knew where he was buried. And so they went back later, there them women did, went back later to anoint him, which they had to do because they wasn't allowed to do it on the Sabbath. They went the next morning to do it. And that's when they found the stone rolled away. Can you imagine them little women out there, going down there, not knowing how that stone was going to be rolled away. But I'll tell you what, I thought about this, and I thought, you know, they had the faith. Because if they hadn't had the faith, they wouldn't have never went. Hey, man? But they had the faith to keep going. In some way, somehow, somebody was going to roll that tomb away. But when they got there, they seen it rolled away. Hey, man? And so we see here, Peter went in, John went in, and these women seen the stone rolled away, and they and, and some of them women they heard, uh, heard these angels or these men standing by told us that why look uh, why look among the dead for the living? He is not here; he is risen. Don't you remember what he said to you? What in the world has the Lord said to you in the past? He said, "Remember my word, for it's too late." We need to remember what Jesus said. Exactly, we may get back to that in a minute, but then we find here uh, Martha, uh, or Mary here, uh, after these disciples, Peter and John, they went back to their home. They wasn't, evidently didn't, didn't believe, you know, they didn't know what happened to him, but they weren't going to look for him, evidently. So the Bible said there they went back to their own home. But Mary stood without the sculpture. She wasn't giving up, was she? She stood without the sepulcher weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher, and seeth two angels in white, setting the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had laid. And they say unto the woman, Why weepest thou? Why are you crying? And the woman her, and they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because, because they have taken away my Lord, uh, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. I believe there had been a change when he come out of that tomb. I don't believe he looked the same as he did when he went in. Amen. 
But here Mary Magdalene, all the rest of them done left. The disciples, the other women, only Mary Magdalene was left there. Sometimes, I've had some awful good services after they've dismissed and we just get to talking. Amen? Sometimes we get in a hurry to leave before Jesus gets in and does what he wants to do. But we see here Mary, so Jesus began to talk to her and he told her. He said, uh, Jesus told him, verse 17, Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my God and your God, and to my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene, in other words, Jesus said, Go and tell my disciples. One place said, Go tell them, or I'll come to. And so Mary Magdalene, we seen as she left here, and notice what she said in verse 18 of chapter 20. And Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples <laughs> that she had seen the Lord. Oh, yeah. Amen. She said, can you imagine them disciples all sitting in a room scared to death they're going to crucify them for being the a worker of Jesus or being a disciple of Jesus. But Mary Madeline, can you just imagine they looked up at that woman when she came through them doors and Mary Madeline came and said to the disciples, she said, hey, he said, I have seen the Lord and that he had, that he had spoken these things into her. You think them disciples believed her? <laughs> then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews came Jesus and stood in the midst and he said unto them, Peace be unto you. Peace be unto you. I believe that's what he's saying in every church this morning. I believe he's what he's saying to every marriage this morning. I believe that's what he's saying to every single one of us this morning. Are we going through a lot these days? The end is getting near. We all believe that, Tracy. But do you ever just get tore up about something? Do you ever don't understand the way things are and what's going on and this and that? There's more talk today about what's going over in these further countries than they are on and what's going on here outside of the church world. I mean, it's depressing to listen to the news. Hey, man, I don't listen to much of it. You know why I don't listen to it? Somebody say, you hear what's happening? You hear what's going to happen? I say, I don't know what's happening right now, but I know what's going to happen in the future. I don't have to listen to the news to know because the news people don't know what's going to happen in the future, but we know what's going to happen in the future. Hey, man. There's going to be a bomb slammed one of these days and that eastern sky is going to split and Jesus is going to appear and God's going to say, Son, go get them and bring them home. They've been through enough. Hey, man. God said He'd take us out of here before the enemy could get us. Hey, man. I just sit back sometimes and I'll think, God, how much longer? Knowing He's not going to tell me. A lot of people's tried to figure it out. A lot of some people think they're so smart, Mark. They got it figured out. They ain't got nothing figured out. Hey, man. You remember they've been people before just got it right down to the month, the year, the date, and everything. 
I remember one time they said he's all going to shut down. Everything's going to shut down. That was going to be here. What was that, 2020? 2000, 2000. And I'm telling you what, they was people, they was going buying generators, they was going and buying foods, and they was getting garbage up, and they was filling their cellars up and everything. I mean, people went wild. They said, we're going to be ready when it does come. We're going to be in our basement. <laughs> Some of you may have done it. I'm not talking about you. If you did, you did. But And I just thought, all of these material things, when that time comes, it don't matter where you're at. You know, there's some talking about the planet on the moon or planets up there, that they're going to, when they get it all set up and all, they're going to move up there, and that way they will miss, miss a burning hell that's going to take this world over. They think they're going to escape it. Let me tell you something, friend. When that day comes, I don't care how big a hole you're in. I don't care how big a sky you're up there at. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, you're not going to hide from God. You may run from Him today. You may hide from Him today. But when that trumpet sounds, it's going to be over. Hey, man. Uh, if you think it won't be over, you ask that rich man on the book of Luke in hell. Hey, man. There ain't going to be no getting out of there. God said, I'm giving you time to get ready. He's given us all time. There ain't one here today that God's not, God's grace is not, He's bestowed His grace upon every one of us. He's given us time and time and time and time. And they, some people turned Him away, Tony, and turned Him away and turned Him away. Brother Rick, there's some people you can preach to, you can do anything you want to, and they'll turn a deaf ear to the Word of God and say, well, I might do it one of these days. I preached a message one time, one day too late. It's going to be one day too late for a lot of people that's put it off. He said, go and spread the gospel. That's what we need to do, preachers and teachers. We need to be spreading the gospel. And so here, and when he had so said, he, he showed unto him, them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Some people got to see to believe. But notice what happened on down here, and I ain't going to be much longer. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. In other words, he done that. Tell them, get ready, because the battle was on. Whosoever sin ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sin ye retain, they are retained. But, verse 24, but, and I've always said, watch out for that word B-U-T or I-F there in front of it. But Thomas, one of the twelve disciples called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. He was not there when Jesus, when, he was not there when Mary Madeline, when she came in and said, I've seen the Lord. Thomas was not there. Thomas was not there. Eight days later when He's not there when the disciples told him, said, we've seen the Lord. And that's what he said. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called it, was not, 
with them when Jesus came. Then the other disciples therefore said unto him, <laughs> I love this, we have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, except I shall see in his hands the print of the nail, and put my finger into the print of the nail, and thrust my hand into his side, he said, I will not believe. I could stand up here, Rick stand up here, Tony stand up here, anybody else could stand up here, but ain't anybody else, and me, and we can preach. The, our tongue fell out on the floor, but there's going to be some people will not believe the Word of God. They're not going to believe it's real. But listen, old Tom, he said, I'm not going to believe till I see it. I didn't see you. I wasn't here. I didn't see it. So I'm not going to believe you guys. But then after eight days, again, his disciples were within. And Thomas was with them then. And guess what happened? Jesus showed up. Then came Jesus. The doors being shut and stood in the midst. And again he said, peace be unto you. This y'all come on and get a song ready. I'm about to read the close. And we see that Jesus entered again after eight days. Thomas. Then said he to Thomas. Then said he to Thomas. Thomas, you didn't believe. You said you had to see. You said you would not believe unless you touched the nail prints in my hand. You said you wouldn't believe. What do you think old Thomas was saying when Jesus went ahead and said, all right, touch them. God said, touch them. Put them in here. There it is. Thomas, there it is. There's what they done to me. Here, Thomas. Here, let me have you. Here, Phil, thrust your hand in my side here, Thomas. You said you wouldn't believe unless you feel. Well, feel. Feel my nail-scarred hand. Feel them. Feel. Feel here where they pierced my side. Feel here. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord, my Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. And Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. But I like this. Blessed, blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. And many other things, many other signs, truly Jesus did Jesus in the presence of his disciples but are, that are not written in this book. But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have eternal life through His name.